What if you really can have it all? No, really. What if everything you think you desire is only a starting point for the life you're truly capable of creating? On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, we playfully explore topics from money to magic, healing to wholeness, creation, relationship, business, and more. There's no place we won't go. Nothing too wacky or weird in the quest to live as grand a life as possible. Hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stopper are the embodiment of opposites attract. And the result is true synergistic power. Partnered in love and in business, they're taking co-creation to a whole new level. Join Megan and Suzanne for Love, Life, and All Things Weird, where we will talk about living a life that's inspired, overflowing, and completely awesome. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Love, Life, and All Things Weird with your hosts, Megan and Suzanne. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to you. <laughs> you know what? I still have workshop brain. Like that's what I finally realized. Like I cannot string words together today. Well, I haven't been able mm. to for a couple of days. I just did a foundation in Bozeman, Montana, followed with a live your magic that was epic. Oh my gosh, mm. it was so amazing. Like we went so deep, so wide, so big, and the Bozeman is is opening up. We'll never be the same again, I have to say. You know, Bozeman is a beautiful place, but it has a very it's good people watching in Bozeman. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, like all there's a like we were staying at the what was it? The Hilton or something. The beautiful Best Western Plus. Yeah, the best Western Plus, and it was just so interesting being in the restaurant, just watching people come in, and these, like, young cowboys strutting in with their big old hats, you know, all these, like, older, like, 60s, 70s, you know, retired people. It was was very interesting. It was good people watching. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. So, but the, (laughs) but, (laughs) but our group was, I mean, dynamic. There's such powerful energy it was a small group but it was powerful group so so cool and Megan did amazing oh my god I don't know that I've seen her do better facilitation truthfully I think you're getting better and better I really do I think you're getting better and better you're just like you yeah like you're just a court jester and you just play she was rolling on the ground she was, I mean, like we were, everybody was laughing, crying, dancing, moving. Like it is not your typical workshop, people. So <laughs> you might want to come because there is nothing like it in town. And there is going to be another Live Your Magic in Bellingham, Washington, September 15th through the 17th. So, mm-hmm. And then if that doesn't work for you, oh, Canada. Toronto. Oh, Canada. Mm. Hey, that that's is, how it, that is the song, right? It Didn't is. I do it right? It, it, yes, it is the song. OMG, <laughs> I think I've been hearing you for the last seven years sing Oh, Canada. Uh, yeah, that's true. You have, and it's the real song. <laughs> I have to say, but this is not our point. There is no, that's not our point. Li- there is a Live Your Magic Toronto the 13th through the 15th of October. If you miss it, 
And it looks like, boys and girls, that Live Your Magic will be coming back to Salt Lake City in November uh, one last time at the low, low price that it's about to be doubled or tripled. I can't decide yet. But um, so, yeah, like I'm, you know, what I'm really getting more and more clear about is that the, the energy of magic really wants to be part of our lives and it wants to contribute to us and it wants to it's time to create it's time to create with the magic that we are and out out of the struggle and into joy and um i was just really i and i really get that people are ready and they want it like this the group in bozeman they're so vulnerable like there there are lots of like blocks and barriers and stuff like you know but it was like they wanted it and they and they reached through the the fear and that I would have to say that those Montana people have a shit ton of courage because they reached through some pretty tricky bits to choose um, a greater reality and a greater life for themselves and I'm so honored and humbled to be the the guide I guess so to speak mm-hmm. in that process mm-hmm. and um there's there's nothing in the world I'd rather be doing than being like really right now in my life than being in the middle of a live your magic. And there's just it's just freaking magic, dude. <laughs> that's all I gotta well, say. What about. better what what better way to find the light? Honestly, I mean that's what we're talking about today, finding the light in the dark times. And what better way to find the light than to really focus on magic and focus on creating magic in your life? We get so caught up in our life experiences and, you know, and feeling like a victim oftentimes and having oftentimes having roller coaster of experiences and energies in our bodies, in our environments, in the political system, like all over the place, right, with natural disasters and all kinds of stuff happening around us that can, like, take us into the dark and um you know i what i love about being in class and holding space um for all the people there and experiencing it over and over again is it reminds me of my own magic it reminds me that i can choose magic and that that's that is often the best way to shift out of heaviness and stickiness and you know really how do you choose magic you just ask for it you just say hey what energy, space, and consciousness can I be and can me and my body be to be the magic that we truly be for all eternity and see what happens, you know? So, um, yeah, so it was amazing. So don't, don't, you know, if you don't want to have like a blast and change overnight, don't come to any live your magics in the world, you know, in the next coming mm-hmm. months. Please don't because, mm-hmm. you know, that would be way too easy and way too fun. <laughs> you know what we have to remember to do before and after because we did after picks and that's on Facebook yes. right now. But the, their entire countenance was different. It was so totally. cool. I totally. mean, like I've been I've been a workshop junkie for like you know a long time, but I the only time I have seen that much physiological change is in events that I've been to that were like at least a week long. And so yes. for two and a mm-hmm. half days for that level of change to occur, it's all there mm-hmm. is. All I can say about it is it's magic. All I can yeah. say. So go to MeganSilito.com if you want to learn more about Live Your Magic. Um, mm-hmm. Or you can go to um, Facebook as well and just type in Live Your Magic and um, the events will come up. So you can go those two places to find out more information about mm-hmm. Live Your Magic. 
Do it. Woo-woo. Do it. Do it. So this, our topic today, hun, this was, this was inspired by you, but I think I have a lot to say about it. Actually. Yeah, you kind of do. That happens from do. time to time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, oh my, oh my. Mm. Well, the thing about it is, is I feel like that light and dark are basically aspects of the same energy. And I feel like it's our points of view that create it to be um, a dichotomy and mm-hmm. a conflict. And mm-hmm. so I think that when we get that the that both the light and dark serve the process, and by dark we mm-hmm. just mean like, you know, like heaviness, like the being in the unknown, right? Being in the void, like oh my gosh, what's happening? I don't know where my life is going. I don't, I don't know what's, uh, you know. It's like for some people, it gets a, it gets brought about by like a breakup or a death or. Um, a move or whatever, like a you're fired from your job, right? And so I think what a lot of us call dark is really simply being finding ourselves in an unknown place and mm-hmm. reaching for an old reality that no longer exists. I think it's also right. feelings. Like Nothing more than... Associ- <laughs> yeah. yeah, people associate dark with kind of feeling dark, like feeling sad or depressed or anxious or fearful or angry, you know. So so a lot of times big emotions are considered dark as well. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, and, and if you also get that every emotion or feeling has... Um, it's simply an energy, right? So it's like, again, it's like our point of view creates our reality. If you go, oh, sad, I shouldn't be feeling sad because in your family sad wasn't okay or mad wasn't okay. You know, as soon as you kind of label it something that you have a judgment about, then it becomes heavy, you know? Mm-hmm. And, 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 and truthfully, you know, feelings are simply just bits of energy, there is bits of energy moving through. And so one of the things that I, one of the practices that I've had that I've been coming back to recently is really just even like, instead of like going, I feel sad, I'm looking to see what the sensations in my body feel like. You know, it's like, oh, there's like a, there's like a weight in my chest and there's like a lump and, you know, and like I'm just looking at what the bits are doing because our, the feelings that move through our body are simply signals. Like grief is making room for something new. Anger mm-hmm. oftentimes signals a um, a boundary violation, so it's there to signal us, like, hey, either we're breaking our, we're crossing our own boundaries within ourselves, or we're allowing someone else to, right? Um, uh, fear oftentimes is excitement without the breath. Um, fear is oftentimes misidentified and misapplied as, or fear and excitement get mixed up because physiologically they're exactly the same. So oftentimes people think they're scared of change or they're scared of something new, but their being is actually super excited for the growth, even though maybe mm. the personality who likes to be safe and likes everything to be the same is going, ah! <laughs> the the mm-hmm. being is actually super excited for the change and the growth because the thing is, is that, like, you can't be having the wrong experience. 
Otherwise, you're the only person being in the universe that's off kilter. That can't happen. The experience you're having is exactly the experience you're meant to be having. And so if, when we get that, it's like, oh, okay, if this, my, I brought myself to this very moment because I'm an infinite being and I brought myself to this very moment so I could create something more. So what else is possible beyond this? Well, yeah, and I would say, like, you know, for me, traditionally, I've wanted to identify why I'm having these feelings, you know. Um, And I would say, especially for the last couple of months, I've had this intense, intense, intense heart energy pretty much on and off all day, every day, you know, mixed with very intense sexual energy, truthfully, um, like on and off all day, every day. And it's very confusing. And it's very like, there's a lot of times not a story with it. It's just in my body feels, is feeling very intensely all these energies, you know, and even before the eclipse, I I was a complete lunatic, honestly, like a crazy. She really was. She's I not, really was not saying that. Not no, I'm not. I'm not exaggerating that at all. Like I literally was in um, the biggest feminine storm that I've been in in I don't even know how long. Honestly, it was so intense, and in that intensity, it's so it's so easy to go to I'm having the wrong experience. Or like, what the F is going on? And stop this. I want this to stop, right? So um, it's, so, you know, I know all of you, probably all of you listening have heard these same, um, these same sayings, you know what I mean? Like, you're not having the wrong experience, you know? Um, Like, what else is possible? But the reason why we repeat them you know, is because when we're in that moment, when we're in that intensity, we go straight to we're having the wrong experience. I don't, I can't tell you how many times in the last few months I've been feeling like I've had the wrong experience. I've been feeling like that I really didn't create what's happening in my life. I mean, (laughs) it's a lot. So, you know, you teach what you most need to know. And so when I was thinking of, the topic for this week, it was like, you know, especially with what's happening in the world um, and the, you know, I don't even listen to the news, but then I hear stuff about like flooding and the political thing and, you know, whatever, whatever here and whatever, whatever in this city. And it, it's just, um, it creates this intensity of like, you know, what's, what, what, like why and and how do I make this stop? And so today, you know, we really want to get to some tools to support you in those times of intensity and um, and to give you an experience. Like we talked about doing a visualization um, about giving you an experience of love and allowance inside your body. So I'm excited for today's show. Who knows what's going to come through, but I think it's going to be good and you're going to want to stay tuned, right? You're going to want to listen to the whole show. Just saying. I I think there's some really good questions in the chat room coming through. Like um, Joseph asked, what then about the experiences that push us over, like into serious mental traumas or even suicide? How is that the right experience? How would you respond to that, hon? Mm. I would say sometimes the most intense 
experiences of our lives are turning points. You know, it's kind of like you got to get to rock bottom before you can actually find another choice. You know, I was talking to a client yesterday who's experienced a ton of health problems from a concussion that she experienced a few months ago. And she's to the point where she can't work, where she can't walk out of her house without dizziness, you know. And so in those intense, intense moments, um, it's like, okay, how do you lean in? How do you see what is actually going on? You know, she was asking for my intuition as to, you know, she feels like this is a spiritual path for her, but she wants to know, is do I have more insight about that? And, you know, really what I got is this literally that she had banged her head. Like, you know how you, you bang, you, uh, what is that idiom? Like you're, you bang your head up against the wall because you're not actually um, doing the right thing in your life or something. Do you know what idiom I'm talking about? Probably not. Barking up the wrong tree. (laughs) (laughs) That's another one. That's another one. Um, But it was like literally like you're banging your head against the wall, right? Because you keep doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. Um, Like that is what I got is that she's literally choosing a life that's not her life. She's she's puppeting a life that she should be living that she doesn't actually want to live. So her body and her head and her, her experiences are saying, hey, choose something different, you know? So I think those intense moments are a, a massive wake-up call, a massive wake-up call. And how can that be wrong? You know what I mean? Like sometimes it takes that for us to really wake up and to align with our truth. You know, like in our copy today, we talk about, you know, that it's a natural course of life to experience pain, but suffering is optional. And how we respond to our experiences is the key, right? It's not about right or wrong. It's Oh, and Mary says that in the chat room, right? It's not the experience that is right or wrong. It is only in the ways that we choose to deal with it. Um, And I see it very, very much that way. And I see it that sometimes we need whispers and sometimes we need two by fours. And and so that, go ahead. Well, I was going to say that my my awareness is is that the whether we get a whisper or two by four is directly related to the degree to which we have our head in the sand or up our butts you know mm-hmm. so it's like to the degree of unconsciousness would be to the degree of the wake up energy like the intensity of what comes and so one of the things that i feel like we can do um to have probably less of that <laughs> is to really live our lives with barriers down and vulnerability and being available to hear and to get the feedback that life is constantly offering us. And, you know, I was having a conversation with a colleague of mine yesterday and we were talking about how, like, what if the things we resist have the keys to everything, right? And so what I know is that when I'm in big resistance to something, that's when the two-by-fours come. 
And that's when the big, so like there's the what to do when you're there, but there's also, there's also things that I think we can choose to actually have less of that in our world, less of struggle and less intensity and less blah stuff. And that has to do with our availability to receive and our availability to receive in particular feedback and to be aware of the things that we're, be aware of the things that we're resisting and to go, okay, cool. Like, what is beyond this that, you know, like what's, what's trying to come into my world that I'm resisting right now, you know? And so there's certain questions that we can ask to kind of shift the energy, shift the perspective enough to get out of the fight and out of the resistance and into, oh, like what's right about this, right? And so sometimes we have to kind of shift our perspective a little bit to get to the what's right about this. Mm-hmm. So we'll have more tools and maybe an amazing process if if Megan will agree to that when we come back. You're listening to we'll see. Love Life <laughs> and All Things Weird. <laughs> Are you looking for a place to create, connect, and belong? Where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live-outside-the-box person you truly are. If you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur, and changemaker, you're in the right place. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. have you been waiting to uncloak your magic to allow the magic within you to rise and catalyze into an extraordinary life deep down you know is possible live your magic is a two and a half day experience that will move you beyond your mind ignite your body and activate the magic that is you if you are ready to radically tap into your desires generate more aliveness in your body and your life then join us at a live your magic event somewhere in the world go to megansolito.com and click on events to learn more today that's m-e-g-a-n-s-i-l-l-i-t-o this is love life and all things weird with host megan silito and suzanne stopper are you scratching your head a bit let's chat Call into the program today, and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group, Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody, to Love Life and All Things Weird. We are talking about how to find the light in the dark times. <laughs> don't, don't, don't. Don't, don't, don't. Well, the first thing you have to do is make it all very significant. Yes, and heavy and very, very serious because it's serious when we get into our shit. it's very important that you take yourself and your shit very seriously very very seriously very seriously (laughs) 
Okay, so before the break, we were talking about, we kind of, I kind of brought in this idea of, like, how we can begin to, like, live to, uh, so that the the big two by fours don't have to show up in the way that they do sometimes. And, you know, I know myself, too, like, this is something that has been coming through. I've, I've had the, um, the fortune uh, to teach three foundations in the last, like, five weeks. And so the foundation is a uh, one of the core courses in Access Consciousness. It's a four-day, you know, kind of undo and look at the roots of where you've been living from and, and thinking from. And one of the things that came through in the last couple of foundations is that the awareness that I have that is very clear that when you are on a conscious path, when you have chosen consciousness, like like for real like no kidding like you are a vehicle for for consciousness that your life is about becoming more conscious and by the way you know i just as a sort of you know for anybody who's new out there um uh, choosing a conscious path isn't about like rainbows and lollipops and i for whatever reason i i think it was Bad, good or bad marketing, as the case may be, but I thought that choosing a conscious path meant my life was going to be easier. <laughs> oh, silly Megan! And and actually, you know, uh, being on a conscious path as being on the edge of change, on the edge of creation, living in the unknown a lot or most of the time. And it's like the the path of consciousness is really about getting really comfortable with the uncomfortable. And that's really, you know, uh, underpinning the show today is like getting, there are going to be dark times. There are going to be scary times. There are going to be, you know, like times where you're like, what the fuck, you know? And it's like, and if you understand that, that is what consciousness sometimes asks of us as we let go of our old constructs, as we let go of the known, as we step into the unknown, it's going to be uncomfortable from time to time. And what I know for myself and what I know about conscious people is that we will sometimes choose things to the outside world um, would look insane or crazy. Um, but we will do it because it's the quickest path to awareness. And when awareness is the game, when consciousness is the game, there is no dark and light. There's only like consciousness and awareness because certain choices that I've made in my life, my family, my friends would look at and go, what the F are you doing? And what I know is that people will, I'm basically a whore for consciousness. So if there's a choice that I can make that will get me to an awareness that I require to, especially because I'm also a voice for consciousness, if there's something that I can choose that will get me there faster, even though to the outside world it looks stupid or like messy, I'll do it because the awareness will come sooner. I can get the change sooner and I can make new choices sooner. So like, well, I you actually, know, there's, I mean, I absolutely believe that that's the process we're in right now with our relationship. You know what I mean? Like to the outside oh, world, more. <laughs> to, to the outside world, you know, uncoupling from our seven and a half years of a lot of codependency. But it was, I mean, we, there was a lot of really, there's a lot of love in our relationship, a lot of co-creation, a lot of really great things. And to the outside eye, it would look like, okay, 
cool, we'll keep going, keep doing that. But for us, it wasn't enough. For us, it wasn't having it all. And so it's like, okay, what can we choose? What can we open into that's going to create more for ourselves so that we can be more of who we really are and be more in our relationship? So for our community, for our clients, you know, they're kind of looking at us going like, what the F? What are What's happening? What are you doing? Like, because we've talked about our uncoupling. We've talked about, you know, finding a construct or a container or whatever that really works for us, you know. And um, and so it, there's a lot of judgment. There's a lot of messiness in that. But it's about, but both Megan and I, I don't know two people on the planet who are more committed to expressing everything that we are and to consciousness and to making the biggest impact we can be in the world. And so if you look at what's happened in the last four or five months since we have been doing all this uncoupling, you can see massive, awesome, amazing um, uh, openings and changes in both of our lives. So even though it's not pretty and there's a lot of intensity it's also we are up leveling and growing um in in huge ways i'm being faced with the things that i've never thought i could get over like possessiveness and jealousy and um codependency i never thought i could get over those energies and i am leaning in and facing it into that every day and it, it's incredible who I am stepping into being and expressing and owning and um, creating in my world, you know. And so it takes a lot of bravery. It takes a lot of courage. And it's not the, the path of, of ease sometimes. But to <laughs> me, there hasn't, you know, there hasn't been, I would not go back. I would not go back because I didn't even know how much I was settling in our relationship. I don't think you knew how much you were settling in our relationship. We didn't know until we did. And then we started making new choices. And and so, you know, I I I would rather do that than than live in complacency and live in a place of just getting by or settling, you know, and not actually having the magical having it all life. If I'm going to talk and teach about having it all, then damn it, I need to be willing to lean into and walk the talk. And so that's what I've been choosing. And I think that's, you know, if I could speak for you, that's what I think we've been choosing. And there's a lot of, there's been a lot of dark in that and there's been a lot of leaning into the intensity of that and seeing what's good and what's right about about it all you know so that's my five minute soapbox about how <laughs> i'm currently living our topic <laughs> <laughs> well this the the easy choice there's two easier choices one is that we could have kept going the way we were and said okay well it's okay if we don't have this, this, and this because we have love and we have all this co-creative energy. And, and, and you know, what's crazy is that I really believe that for all of our stuff and places of sellout, 
Like I, we still had the best relationship of anybody I knew. Yeah, totally. Right. We still Me had too. a better relationship than 90% of the people out there. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like, even with all of that. And so, and that's what a lot of the, the feedback for us was, is like, but you guys have such a good thing. Why are you messing with it? Because we want to freaking have it all. And because we're like, we are part of consciousness moving forward. And one of the places that people shut down, that they don't be their magic, that they justify not being all of them is in relationship. That's the mm-hmm. one of the biggest places where people stick themselves. If they have some kind of relationship, they will they will not be them, you know, for mm-hmm. for the sake of the relationship. And so we're moving that for consciousness. We could another easier choice would have been to just break up, like mm-hmm. and not have to see and watch each other like sort of open up into new energy, new attractions, all of that for like. To, to uh, there's a reason when people break up they don't see each other for a while because like mm-hmm. you know I discovered because it's like <laughs> to have to like lean in as you say to jealousy and those kinds of things that most people they don't want to deal with they just go okay I just don't want to see you I just don't want to know about who you're dating I just don't want to know you know mm-hmm. and so both of those choices would have been the normal this reality choice to make put up with or 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 leave the relationship or break up yeah or break up yeah. the the, and the we didn't <laughs> that wasn't true for either of neither of those were true for us so <laughs> <laughs> although <laughs> there've been times when we wished there the sure have like, been moments let's go we back wish to the nice both. safe life we had <laughs> let's go back to the nice safe life we have or like get the f out of here right now like there's definitely <laughs> been those times those moments Sure. And sure. what I would say is I think we chose one of the most difficult paths that we could. But the learning that has come from it, like on the way home from Bozeman um, this weekend, and I, I <laughs> speaking of uh, speaking of magic in our car, but we played a game uh, on the way back, like um, what do I appreciate? What do I see? What is the new you that I'm appreciating? What is the new us that we're appreciating? And it's amazing how different we are, how um, how more of who we are actually are, we are. From the willingness, I would say in the last five months, I've gone through some of my most darkest moments of my whole life. And um, like to, to be able to lean into that and to be able to keep popping out into the other side of more me and more me and more me, and I would agree with you, it's worth it. And I and in hindsight, and, and if we were to coach people in this process, I would probably I could probably we could probably save them a lot of pain because I think there were times that we chose suffering um when we didn't mm-hmm. need to choose suffering and I think and, and even still still, you know still do. like <laughs> and still do. And it's like, okay, like what is the difference between the pain of growth and the suffering that we choose to be part of that. And that's something we're figuring out. That's something that we're learning about right now. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we're we're in the process just right along with all of you, you know, and we're utilizing the tools that we're teaching. And so everything that this is bringing up for everyone, you know, all of the energies that are swirling around, can we uncreate and destroy all that, please? Yes. 
right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And everywhere that you've chosen suffering, rather than leaning into what's right about your experiences, and that the default is suffering, and that the default is heaviness, and that the default is pain. Can we uncreate and destroy all that, please? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. Hmm. And you know, I really, like before the show, we talked about, I talked about the fact that, you know, we choose dark so much because in essence, a lot of us feel like we are dark, like that some fundamental part of us is dark or wrong or evil. And so we line up with that energy in the darkness of our experience and we don't choose happiness. We don't choose light. We don't choose love because we don't deserve it or because on some fundamental level where we feel wrong or we feel dark or we feel evil. And and so that was in part why I wanted to, um, why we wanted to do a process that actually um, tuned you in and aligned you with the essence of you, with the essence of your light. Um, I would say that in this experience of the last five months with deconstructing our relationship, that we've had the highest highs and the lowest lows. Like there's been such incredible experiences of both. And, you know, and how much of that light is just our essence and our truth and who we really are and how much more can we choose that. And if we actually believed and identified and aligned with the light in us, with the essence of us, with the love in us, how much more could we choose that in our environments and in our experiences in the world? So um, so I'm very partial to um, us doing uh, the process right now. How about you? Mm-hmm. What do you think? Um, <laughs> well, we only have a couple minutes to break. I'd like to do it after the break. Um, mm-hmm. and there's, I have a, like, I'm having some awarenesses coming through right now that I'd like to share, mm-hmm. um, awesome. in the couple minutes that we have. Um, one of the things that I realized, and, and this is something that I feel like, I think that I might do a telecall on this, but it's like, I really get that so many of us have judged our choices, that especially the choices that brought pain, and then we made it up that it was the wrong choice which I think is partially where the suffering comes from. If you if there's no such thing as a wrong choice and choices and the game is only about awareness, then we actually can get to the awareness faster. And how much have we uninvited our awareness by beating ourselves up by saying we made the wrong choice? And I would say that in this whole dynamic, Suzanne, I think that for me the 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 thing that has created the most suffering is the fear that I'm making the wrong choice. And so, like, and you, and when you get that everything is a choice, that even those places we take ourselves to is a choice, but if there's no wrongness in that, if the game is only awareness, then there's, there's only success to be had in the whole process. And in one of the things that I realize that's painful or why we go, oh, we might be making the wrong choice, is that we live in a reality full of constructs that tell us what's going to make us happy. And most of those constructs are developed, are developed by and through other people's agendas. 
the the businesses, the marketers, the the religions, right? These are the things you need to do to be happy so that you will give us your money. So that, you know what I mean? So much, all the boxes we've been taught to check that create happiness, most of them don't. It's like, oh, if you just have a relationship, um, then you'll be happy. If you're just married in the temple, if you're just, you know, if you're just, if you're just, if you have this much money, if you have these things, you know, and it's like, we have different gods that we worship, you know, the God of stuff, <laughs> the God of religion, the God, all, the God of what other people think. Like we've been taught that happiness comes in a box. And so mm-hmm. when we make choices that are out of the box, that actually might actually give us who we are. And in my, my interesting point of view is what can it, what creates happiness and light is us being us. And so in order to be us, we have to actually choose out of the constructs that everyone else thinks is right and true and safe. It's like for anybody who's ever like stepped out of a religion and felt the judgment from friends and family and all of that, because it's like, oh, you're going to go to hell and you're going to be so unhappy because you're not checking all the boxes we're checking. And we're really hoping that one day they will make us happy. They're really not. But like, (laughs) you know, and so I feel like one of the biggest reasons that we go through darkness is because we judge these choices because they're not part of the construct of this reality, but they're also not what makes us happy for hell's sakes. And so we have to make unusual choices. We have to make choices that that most people aren't making. If you want an unusual life, you have to make unusual choices. If you want an extraordinary mm-hmm. life, you have to make extraordinary choices. And those choices come with sometimes letting go of us perceived safety to actually find the real juice of life Mm. and with that said we're going to go on our last break you're listening to love life and all things weird we'll be back are you looking for a place to create connect and belong where you have massive encouragement to be the weird live outside the box person you truly are if you've chosen a different path as a rebel an innovator a leader entrepreneur and change maker you're in the right place on love life and all things weird megan and suzanne bring you inspiration awesome tools for transformation and full permission to be you claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life be sure to listen every wednesday at noon eastern standard time 10 a.m mountain standard time on inspiredchoicesnetwork.com have you been waiting to uncloak your magic to allow the magic within you to rise and catalyze into an extraordinary life deep down you know is possible live your magic is a two and a half day experience that will move you beyond your mind ignite your body and activate the magic that is you if you are ready to radically tap into your desires generate more aliveness in your body and your life then join us at a live your magic event somewhere in the world go to megansolito.com and click on events to learn more today that's m-e-g-a-n-s-i-l-l-i-t-o this is love life and all things weird with host megan silito and suzanne stopper are you scratching your head a bit let's chat Call into the program today, and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. 
You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group. Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody, to Love Life and All Things Weird. I really like our conversation today. <laughs> I'm glad I thought of this topic. <laughs> Good job. Good job, you. Mm-hmm. So, there's what do you our, think? Well, our chat room is. Super active today. Holy cow. I think we've, I think we've tapped a vein. I think we, we have. have. I, it's been so great to hear all of your guys' comments and just your experiences. You know, what What I, What I? strikes me again and again is that we're all in this together, that we're all experiencing these intensities in one way or another, you know, and I love the community that comes together um, online every week in our chat room. We we have some amazing, amazing, amazing listeners um, that share vulnerably and authentically, and um, and you know, and the feeling that we're all in this that you know we're all doing the best we can as we can. I, I appreciate that because it it can feel so lonely at times in some of these intensities. So thanks, everybody, and thanks for all of your comments and questions. I feel like there's, um, I mean, there's a lot of things that we can do, like a lot of simple things that we can do when we're going through something that's heavier in nature. Um, You know, for both of us, and I think for almost everybody, nature is something that helps because here's the thing when when you're going through something that's heavy there's a lot of lies attached there heavy one of the things that uh heaviness indicates is that you are in holding points of view that are not true you are holding um yourself in a place that is not true for you and so um and lightness is a sense of of you're aligned and and being true to who you are so one of the things in that nature does is its life force without an opinion. So it really reflects back to us the the acoustical wave, the vibration of our being, of who we truly be. Nature is such an amazing reflection of who we truly be. It's one of the reasons why when we go out in nature we feel lighter is because it's just a it's this mirror without any opinion, right? And no point of view, mm-hmm. not sticking with us any point of view, that helps us remember who we are. Um, and so, like, and this was talked about in the chat room, like, if you're going through something, freaking get help. You know, mm-hmm. get a coach, get, do sessions, do do your work, lean in. You know, um, I feel like I had, I had a coach in the first, like, three and a half months of this, and it saved my bacon, <laughs> you know, like to have somebody, and I know you had a coach as well, and we did a little coaching together. It's like, that. I mean, that's, you know, we're not here to do it by ourselves. If we were, we'd all each have individual islands. <laughs> you know, like, 
that that we you know get support from friends or coaches or healers or energy workers or whoever is that for you like actively seek uh, we've out done a little of, of everything support. honestly uh, <laughs> I mean, like, we've done foot stoning massages we've done energy work we've done coaching i mean you know like we it's so interesting because it's just a part of our lives to create that kind of support you know to have friends um, you know, like to, because there is this tendency to isolate when you go through intensity. I know a lot of people do that. And so, um, it's been an incredible process for me to be vulnerable in my pain, you know, vulnerable with my friends, vulnerable with my family, um, and, and allow people to help me, allow them to care for me and receive, right? So, for me, a daily practice is being in nature, um, reaching out to someone that I care about, um, like taking baths. Like baths have been amazing for me. I sometimes have taken two baths a day to get through the intensity. Um, so a, there's a lot of touchstones, a lot of things that you can choose to shift you out of uh, to shift you into a new state of being, into a new state of allowance, into a new state of um, space, because it's about creating space um, and writing that, writing those waves. Mm-hmm. So what are that, you know, finding the toolkit for you of things that really help you? Um, and sometimes, like for me, um, I've had this habit of caving out when I go through like difficult times, I don't talk about it a lot, even to the people that are closest to me. And like, um, I went through something recently where it's like, okay, like I can like go away and cut off from the world here, or I can do something different. It was super scary. And I just reached out for a friend to have a conversation with, and it was a game changer for me. Um, and, and one of the things that I talk about a lot and I really truly believe is that it doesn't have to be, you don't have to find some big sweeping shift. If you can, if you can turn one molecule 180 degrees, if you can find one little speck of light, Mm -hmm. that's all you need. That's all you need to step through. That's all you need to open up into something different because that tiny shift allows you to make another shift and another shift. And before long, it's like, oh, oh, it's light. Oh, hi. (laughs) When did it get light? You know, and so, you know, looking at what is that for you and um, so we're sharing some of our tools like um, sound, music. Uh, We have crystal bowls. We have Tibetan bowls. We have uh, music that we listen to that opens space. Um, anything that changes the frequency um, will open things back to light. And one of the things that the most important things that we can do is when we're in dark places, we're tending to judge or constrict or we have points of view about it, which actually takes something from being painful to something that's being that's suffering. And so what mm-hmm. can we do to create space for that energy that's coming through us to transmute because that's actually what's happening in the dark is transmutation 
there's a refining thing that's happening in the dark spaces. And if we actually just give it a little more space, that might be painful, but there isn't necessarily suffering. So the, the process that Suzanne keeps referring to is a process that we're going to do with you guys today. And you can do it on anything that feels like it doesn't have a lot of space in your world or feels heavy or dark in your world. Um, and it's a process that I have um, that I want to give credit to Marina Suri. Um, she developed this process uh, many years ago as part of the um, uh, genius community that we were that that I had, and um, she brought it to us. It was really beautiful, um, and I'm probably adapting it somewhat, but it really is. Uh, it's so simple. So what I want you guys to do is I want you guys to just um, take a space somewhere in your body and being that feels heavy right now in any way, shape, or form. And all I want you to do is I want you to pour light into it. And literally, whatever source of light feels light to you, like sun, um, the universe, God, nature, um, rainbows, you know, whatever is the source of light that feels the lightest to you, use that as a source and simply pour the light in Pour it into the spaces and places. Pour it into your body. Wherever it is that you're sensing and feeling the heavy, heaviness, pouring it into the situation. Light is a frequency. It's a very high frequency. And when we are in points of view, we are in a very low frequency. So what we're doing is we're taking something of a higher frequency and we're adding it to the lower frequency to create more space. And And keep pouring it. Keep pouring it. Keep pouring it, keep pouring it in. And breathe. And breathe. <laughs> and breathe. The other thing that actually creates instant space is breath. Because when you take a deep breath through your nose all the way down into your belly, you actually literally create more space in your body. So if you have feelings coming through, the feelings coming come through easier when it has more space to get through. Mm-hmm. So for those people where it's just kind of hard to visualize that, you know, visualize the light coming in, what would you say? Concentrate um, on breathing until there's some space? or Yeah, concentrate on breathing and don't worry about visualizing. When you mm-hmm. ask the light to come in, it will. Like you don't mm-hmm. have, like not everybody visualizes, not everybody sees images. So just allowing, with your intent, trust that the light is coming in. And yes, add breath until it becomes more space. And again, we're looking for one degree shift. That's all we're looking for. And asking a question, hey, what's beyond this? What's right about this? What's right about me I'm not getting right now? And how could this all turn out better than I imagine? See you next week, everybody. Thank you for listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. We will be back next Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Be sure to tune in for more tips and tools on how to claim your marvelous, magical life.